Welcome to the Big O Show. Hey, feeling good, like I should. When in circle, walk around the neighborhood. Feeling blessed, never stressed. Got that sunshine on my Sunday bed. Hello and welcome to the Big O Show podcast. This is your midweek sports update. I am your host, Ryan Anka. I want to go ahead and jump into the top uh, sports topics and uh, newsworthy events that have happened over the past week. Let's go ahead and start in the NFL. Um, The biggest news in the NFL this past week, I'm sure everybody heard, was the announcement that came on uh, Monday morning stating that the uh, Washington Redskins would no longer be called the Redskins. Right now they're just Washington. Um, They are vetting and going through a process of uh, picking a new team name or a nickname as they call it. You know most people think in the NFL um, the team name is for example the Washington Redskins when all actuality the team name is Washington, the nickname of the team is the Redskins. But no more. Uh, As of Monday morning, Dan Snyder, um, who owns the uh, Washington sports team, which takes a second to uh, say, it's a little harder to say, um, put out this nice long big press release that basically said that the sponsors uh, forced him to change his mind, change uh, the team name, which that has become a, a fairly regular topic every year that comes about. Um, that people are trying to see it change. People think it's offensive to uh, Native Americans. And uh, there's finally been enough, um, you know, voice for this uh, Native American group to finally bring about some change. Obviously, I think it had to uh, be brought to the forefront of everybody's minds uh, due to all the racial tension in America. Um, But nonetheless, we're here. Um, Some of the team names or nicknames that the team is... uh, kind of leaked out there were the Red Tails, which would be named after the uh, all-black Tuskegee Airmen that fought in World War II, and uh, the Warriors, and the Hogs. The name that everybody uh, thinks is going to win out is the uh, Red Tails, which is named after the Tuskegee Airmen. But since Washington was not the uh, smartest in their approach to announce the nickname change for their team, Um, Since they leaked out these names, uh, some individual in Virginia ended up trademarking all of their nicknames, and now they're in a big legal battle um, to pick some of the uh, ones uh, that this individual in Virginia owns or come to some type of agreement um, so that they can officially announce what their new team name's going to be. Other big headlines, uh, Miles Garrett, star defensive end, Um, For the Cleveland Browns, most notably, probably known for ripping the helmet off of Mason Rudolph, who was the Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback, and bashing him in the head towards the latter part of last season. Despite that event, which was terrible, um, he is a dominant defensive end. He is rumored to be on the verge of signing a five-year, $125 million extension with the Cleveland Browns, and uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars... Um, accidentally leaked some information to season ticket holders to expect a possible 25% capacity at most uh, NFL stadiums. So hopefully that information is not true, but if it is, that is not good news as to what's to come. Uh, Jumping over to the NBA, 
backup guard for the LA Lakers, Rajon Rondo, broke his thumb in a team uh, workout and will miss six to eight weeks. So he is leaving the bubble in Orlando. Um, and it's not expected that the Lakers will sign any other um, players to fill his void. Uh, so far, of the 322 players that have been tested inside the bubble, only two have uh, come back positive, which is a great percentage uh, for the league and hopefully a sign of things to come. You did have uh, two players uh, break quarantine, uh, which is supposed to last a total of seven days. So now these two players, uh, Bruno uh, Cabalco for the Rockets and Rashawn Holes for the Kings, um, broke it for two separate reasons. One, ordered takeout and got it delivered, which is against protocol or against uh, their policies that they have inside the bubble. And another had a friend uh, bring a suit or some type of outfit for him to wear. Um, so silly reasons to uh, break the quarantine, break the cycle. But uh, you see the kind of punishment. They're basically just forcing them uh, to restart their self-quarantine. Uh, there's not a fine attached to it, or if there is, they did not leak that information uh, to the media. Jumping over to baseball, so far 66 of the 3,374 players uh, have tested positive, which equates to about 1.8% which uh, from everything I've heard from numerous sources on Yahoo, uh, CBS, and ESPN, as long as these sports leagues have a percentage, which I know sounds crazy, but hear me out, as long as they have a percentage under 5, 5% infection rate, they believe that they can contain and maintain a season. So take that however you want, but uh, all the, so far the uh, numbers have been good uh, for all sports leagues, uh, but in particular with uh, Major League Baseball. Um, now, Major League Baseball also announced uh, an interesting new move uh, for this season and this season alone. Um, but what they're going to do is um, allow both the American League and National League uh, teams to have a DH, which is a designated hitter. Um, for the entire 60 game regular season, but more than likely they're going to get rid of the DH long term. So typically it's been an American League uh, thing, not a National League thing for a DH uh, to play, but that does not look like uh, where we're headed. It looks like uh, they're trying to get rid of the DH to try to change the uh, game pace and game play. Uh, because I'm not sure if you know, but I saw a statistic out there that 33%, so about one out of every three plays, only involves three players in baseball, which is kind of crazy. Um, but the catcher, the pitcher, and the hitter are involved in 33, so every third play, those are the only three players involved with the single play. And what does that equate to? That equates to a walk, a strikeout, a home run. You know, so they can... Uh, add certain rules, get rid of the DH or uh, what they're doing for this 60 game um, season. You know, they're also, if you go to extra innings, they're starting, you know, every time your team's up to bat, you're going to start with a runner on second. So a runner's already in scoring position. Um, some people think that's kind of a gimmick uh, type of way to start. Uh, other people equate it to kind of how college football starts, you know, on the, on the 20 or 25 yard line. Uh, to get kind of help speed up the pace of the game. Uh, the point Major League Baseball is trying to make with that was just to um, make sure that the games don't run too long since they're playing 60 games in about a 75-day stretch. Um, but, you know, it's kind of hard in general to speed up the game of baseball. It's a slower game. 
which is not everybody's cup of tea, not in this instant gratification, highlight driven world, you know, um, outside of home runs and maybe an acrobatic catch here or there. There's not really, you know, many sexy things that uh, draw people to baseball if they didn't grow up with it, didn't grow up playing it and things like that. Last but not least, uh, the most important update, I want to get into the NCAA. Um, If you've paid attention, you saw that the uh, Ivy League was the first uh, league in general back in March to cancel their uh, basketball tournament, uh, which a lot of people thought was a little, you know, premature. Uh, But two, three days later, all the other uh, leagues followed suit. And uh, this is no different. Uh, The Ivy League announced that they were canceling all fall sports, not just football, but all fall fall sports, and would uh, reassess their sports and the outlook of sports starting January 1st. And like I said, just like in March, um, the Big Ten, the Pac-12, and the ACC also have come out and announced that they will only play uh, conference-only games. Now, I know if you look on paper, you say, what's the difference between playing nine conference games and 12 regular season games? Um, It's not a whole lot. I think some of it is a way to cut costs, you know, instead of paying a million dollars for a Sunbelt or Conference USA team to come in and play, um, you know, Florida, Florida State and schools like that, um, they can save that million dollars. They can save um, overall, you know, operational cost and things like that but this is also a good point that i've been hearing too it's not so much that they want to save money you know i'm not going to sit here and lie to you and say it's not about money because it always is to some degree but the big 10 commissioner you know came out and said that the big 10 can dictate how tight the uh, sports bubble will be within the same conference but what they can't do is can't dictate uh, what you know smaller level schools non-power five schools are going to do in their bubble, so to speak, you know. So although you and your team may be in a tight-knit bubble that um, keeps everybody safe or as safe as possible, a school that can't afford the same resources, medical attention, and help may be putting your players, your coaches, your school in a greater danger, you know. So that's that's the Big Ten's reasoning. Now, all other conferences may be thinking the same thing, but the Big Ten commissioner was the only one to come out and uh, say that. But as far as the SEC and uh, who everyone thinks runs college football, uh, their commissioner, Greg Sankey, uh, said that his concern was high to very high of uh, possibility of there being a college football season, which is not good news if you are a college football fan. Uh, You know, he also said that we're running out of time and said that they won't make an announcement about the season until the end of July. So it is a uh, scary time if you're a uh, college football fan, if you're a college athlete. um, You know, if there's not a season, some of these blue bloods, you know, the big million-dollar, multi-million-dollar sports teams, although they may have to cancel some minor sports and things like that, they'll be able to rebound from a season like this or a modified season of no fans but still getting TV money. But uh, what's not being talked about enough And uh, having played at a smaller uh, D1 school in South Alabama, you know, not having a season, um, not having fans in the stands, you know, what it's going to really do is bankrupt smaller leagues and smaller schools. You know, I know South Alabama just 
is about to open a brand new stadium. Obviously, they spent a lot of money on that. They want to recoup some of that money. So, of course, they want fans there. But how realistic is that? And I saw where Arkansas State, staying in the Sun Belt, has been a very successful you know, football program over the last decade or so. But they said that they would probably have to cancel their team altogether if they don't have any fans in the stands. So, you know, if that's going to happen to multiple schools, you know, those are just two examples. But if that's going to happen to to multiple schools, you know, what's the outlook going to look like? It's going to be more or less just power five schools. And these other schools will either completely gut their programs or have to reclassify in a lower level in order to keep some type of um, normalcy, you know. And it also, you know, it doesn't just hurt the uh, athletics. What it also does is hurt the uh, local, you know, college town, the environment, the economy. Um, because when you think about um, a school like uh, a Florida, University of Florida in Gainesville, right? If you've ever been there, it's a huge college town. You know, the, the school is the town. The town is the school. You can't take one without the other. So if you take a school like that, even if they are playing a uh, smaller level school um, and it's not a blue blood in Alabama, Tennessee, Kentucky, you know, whoever else from the SEC, what what's going to happen is, you know, if it's a homecoming game, you're going to have alumni come in town and stay in hotels and eat at local restaurants and help uh, boost the economy. Right. You take away fans from those games and from those big, big time matchups. You're killing all the local businesses. You're killing the local economy growth. And in general, you're just throwing money away, which I know nobody wants this, but this is where we're at. And I don't try to be negative Nancy on this, but uh, just telling you kind of what I've heard and what I fear can happen if there's no season, if there's no season with fans, you know, what it's going to do. If there's no season at all, uh, what that's going to look like. You know, if it if we don't have fans, the big schools will be fine. The small schools, I think, mostly will survive. Um, if you cancel the season altogether, you know, I don't know what we're going to look like. And it's not very encouraging, like I said, I know, but um, but the NCAA hasn't released any encouraging information over the past week. So a lot of people think the last domino to fall in this is the SEC Like I said, their commissioner came out and said that he's not going to make an announcement anytime soon. Uh, But a lot of people think, you know, when they do, what they do will kind of shape the landscape of if there's going to be a season, what it's going to look like, or how restrictive or, you know, less restrictive everybody needs to be. So a lot of stuff to digest there and a lot of information. Hopefully we have more information by this time next week. Uh, about the college football season and about all the sports in general. I know we're getting close to the end of July and a lot of people are getting antsy, uh, but live sports are coming back. Live sports are back and just hang in there. You know, it's very easy to be discouraged uh, about sports and about life right now, but it's all about your perception and how you view it. You know, if you if you look at life uh, glass half full versus glass half empty, you'll be a lot better off. So thanks for checking out your midweek sports update of the Big O Show. Be sure to check out uh, the Monday morning motivational, inspirational episode that happens every Monday. And go out and make today the best day of your life. I'll see you guys next week.